From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, very pleasant. Uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. It's the 8th of uh, November, the 8th of November, 2022. we got a couple of Good guests for you this morning. You're going to be Dr. Al Dannenberg. He's got a book called Eat As If Your Life Depends On It. Coming from an Italian family of seven kids, we used to eat like um, there was no tomorrow, and uh, we did pretty good. I don't know how we, we did pretty good. Uh, a little bit later on, you're going to meet uh, Flat Earth Dave. He is a proponent that we live on an immovable plane, and uh, we wanted to talk to him today because there was a full lunar um, eclipse a full lunar eclipse this morning, I think around 4 or 5 o'clock my time here in Central. Pretty big deal. I was up half the night. Uh, I don't know how I didn't know eclipses kind of affect us, and I put a thing on Facebook, and all kinds of people were up half the night, so it was a little lot of action going on. Anyway, we're going to ask, uh, you know, Dave, well, how does this concept possibly work if you say that the Earth is not spinning around the sun, that there can be eclipses? So that was the, you know, the, the motive to get him Get him back on. He's fun to talk to. If you have questions about this, his theory and the uh, immovable Earth theory, uh, you can email us, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. And you can use that for... Wait a minute. Hello, good morning. Hello? Oh. Sorry, I thought somebody called. Okay, so 888-663-6386. Email Patrick one radio network.com dr al dannenberg is with us he's written quite a few books and uh, he had the whole cancer thing happen oh and the doctors told him early on you're not going to live through 2019 well he's doing pretty good he uh, he uh, he put a whole plan together called 11 unconventional cancer protocols now he's just working because he's looking good and still still hanging around he kind of tended to more of an animal-based nutrition after a while. Um, functional medicine guy. He's a, also a periodontist, so he knows a lot about the mouths and the teeth. We'll, we'll see how he, uh, uh, that all ties in with diet as well. Um, e-books, Better Belly Blueprint, Is Your Gut Killing You? Uh, microbiome and um, micro, Microbiome Immunity, Digestive Health and Nutrition, a textbook. He's got all kinds of things going on, on his website, which is drannenberg.com. And we'll check in with him right now and see how he's doing and see how you're doing. Dr. Dannenberg, nice to have you back on the show, sir. Nice well, to thanks have you. for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're periodontist. You're periodontist, huh? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. For 44 years, that's a long time. Yeah, and they, they, didn't, they didn't catch on to you yet, right? You're still doing it. Good for you. No, I'm, I'm evading them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been told over the years that um, is, is periodontist is as much bone loss as the teeth or bone as it is the gum thing. Is that possible, true? Or? Well, the, the gum disease, called periodontal disease, right. really are, for the most part, two different infections. The first infection generally is only in the gum tissue mm -hmm. where the gum becomes inflamed it bleeds a little bit you may get some recession a little bit it's called gingivitis it's very reversible 
and there's no bone damage associated with that infection. Now, people can live with gingivitis and not progress into the more advanced stage called periodontitis, or they can progress into periodontitis rapidly. And that second disease, periodontitis, is much more aggressive. It actually turns out to be different types of bacteria that overwhelm the biological system, get under the gum, and starts an immune response that actually creates damage to the jawbone. And that damage to the jawbone eventually can loosen the teeth, create a lot of pain and discomfort, and eventually people that lose their teeth older on um, generally are losing it because of advanced periodontitis. Oh, interesting. That's a good... Uh, uh, oh, let me do this. Yeah. That's, a, that's a very good explanation. I mean, so did you go in there as a periodontist and try to try to get rid of the, the infections, and what did you use for that? Sure, sure. So a periodontist is a specialist of dentistry. So you go through dental school, and then you go through a graduate program. The goal for a periodontist, um, at least as I see it, is to educate a patient as to the disease process and how to stop it and repair it. Sadly enough, in dentistry, it tends to begin and end in the mouth. Hmm. That's not the reality. Yeah. The reality is the infection in the mouth generally starts in the gut. When the gut is unhealthy because of a variety of factors, either emotional stress, poor exercise, over-exercise, environmental factors, lifestyle changes, whatever, and, and certainly diet, whatever has changed and damaged the garden of bacteria in the gut, which is huge, it's like 38 trillion cells, then what happens is the immune system becomes dysfunctional, the lining of the gut becomes dysfunctional, and infection begins to spread through the circulatory system. And this is all before chronic disease really begins. Before it even begins. But, yeah. Right. But once that continuum of, inf of, of damage, systemic inflammation con continues, different organ systems are affected, as well as the mouth. And the bacteria in the mouth, which are its own garden of bacteria, start to become um, overgrown with pathogenic uh, species that cause gum disease and tooth decay. Hmm. Now, there are other things that can cause gum disease and tooth decay. Certainly, if bad dentistry is put in the mouth, failing root canals, poor extractions, a host of things, it can cause irritations in the mouth, just like a splinter in your finger. I mean, you could be the healthiest guy in the world, and have a splinter in your finger, and you're going to have a localized infection that can become systemic if you don't remove the splinter. Hmm. Well, if you have irritants in the gum tissue, around the bone of the jaw, and it's not treated properly, that will create its own nidus of infection. So now you are dealing with maybe an infection in the mouth that's caused by local uh, irritants, and then maybe an infection in the gut that is activating other problems in the mouth, and you have to treat the mouth as well as the gut to get a good result. Interesting. And that's 
very rarely done today because the two professions of the mouth profession and the uh, overall body profession doesn't seem to talk on the same plane for some reason sure but yeah, yeah but yeah. we need to think of integrated medicine today yeah yeah so so the you, you didn't learn any of this stuff about diet or the gut in dental school right oh no 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 yeah. no no <laughs> and unfortunately the students that are there today are not learning, not learning. It. wow and they're still promoting root canals oh yeah <sighs> of course they're also promoting mercury fillings in teeth even today mercury fillings yeah. even today wow in the united states how's that even yeah. possible with all of the the, what, the knowledge we know about mercury well that's a good question <laughs> there are forces that, that be that have a vested interest i guess in maintaining a old knowledge base that has literally been disproven yet um certain industries continue to promote that type of treatment mm -hmm. it's not healthy treatment After mercury filling is not healthy most root canals have serious complications yeah, they're, they're tough dr al dannenberg his new latest book eat as if your life depends on it. it's a great title eat as if your life depends on it dr al dannenberg um so after all of these years have you been able to kind of focus in and hone in on some foods that you believe in your opinion and research cause tooth decay this classic thing where you go in and they want to fill it up with a mercury or do we do we know are you pretty close do you think what do you i think that <laughs> is very well established that sugar <laughs> is the main factor in causing tooth decay wow but you have to have you have to have a pathological situation developing in this garden of bacteria so sugar if if there are specific overgrown pathological species of bacteria um, are in place sugar feeds these bacteria creates acids that demineralize teeth which is basically what tooth decay is all about if you didn't have the sugar you would rarely see tooth decay but is it is it uh happening in the mouth from the outside or is it then also going in with changing the biochemistry of the blood and all that both well are, certainly no. when we talk about biochemistry of the blood you're talking about also the immune system mm -hmm. and the immune system has a lot to do with the balance of bacteria so there are a variety of bacteria in the mouth that if they overgrow cause disease tooth decay gum disease but if they're not overgrown, they actually serve a purpose because they balance other species of bacteria. Mm -hmm. There may be, I don't know, 700, 800 different species of bacteria in the mouth. And they serve a purpose unless they overgrow. And to make them overgrow, the immune system has to be somewhat dysfunctional. Chronic systemic inflammation from an unhealthy gut needs to be um, in place. And then certain foods like sugars, refined processed sugars, feed these pathological bacteria so they can grow bigger and better and create more damage. So is that an argument for big picture, Dr. Dannenberg, to not go in the mouth and try to kill a bunch of stuff? 
I mean, to let the, the microbiome happen in the mouth because it knows what it's doing, maybe? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, hmm. dental plaque, which is a biofilm around the tooth gum margin, is healthy until it's not. The bacteria in dental plaque in most dental offices is um, considered the villain, and it has to be destroyed. And not only has it needs to be destroyed by mechanical means, you need to use rinses to kill it off and prevent it from growing. In fact, dental plaque has a purpose. As a matter of fact, three specific purposes. Dental plaque has several hundred microbes that produce a variety of different concentrations of peroxide, which actually kill potentially pathogenic bacteria from entering this critical area where the tooth meets the gum hmm. so it doesn't get under the gum to create disease. It also has chemical buffers that actually balance the, the acidity level so that the acid level around the tooth doesn't get more acidic than a pH of 5.5. You can't get tooth decay unless the pH, the acidity, is less than 5.5 for an extended period of time. And thirdly, the plaque actually acts as a gatekeeper, allowing minerals that are literally flowing through your saliva 24 hours a day, seven days a week to penetrate the biofilm of dental plaque and get into the surface of the root to remineralize the tooth if there is demineralization or early tooth decay. So dental plaque is important yeah. and you don't want to disturb this. The worst thing you can do is use antimicrobial toothpastes mm -hmm. and mouthwashes and all kinds of gadgetry to destroy a very biological, healthy biofilm. Wow. And to make that biofilm healthy, you need to eat the right diet, but you also have to have a healthy gut garden of bacteria. Mm -hmm. So in a, in a perfect world, when we're eating the right food uh, that's species appropriate or exercise and sun and all the good stuff, um, you don't really, wouldn't have to go and get your teeth clean at the dentist. There wouldn't be anything to, well, to do. let's talk about that. Okay. That's very interesting. Yeah. My comments will be very controversial. That's all right. So, so we can look at human skull remains from many, many, many years ago. For example, the oldest Homo sapien skull remain I think was dated 300,000 years ago, um, located in Morocco. Well, if you look at this remain, the jaw, you can see all the teeth that sh are supposed to be there, there. You can see um, a lot of wear on the teeth, so that person was maybe at least 28, 30 years old um, to get all that kind of wear. No visible signs of tooth decay no visible signs of bone damage from gum disease, yet there was junk between the teeth, which was calcified dental plaque known as tartar or calculus. Hmm. So I guarantee you this guy or gal never went to a dental cave to get their <laughs> teeth clean, nor did they buy a toothbrush from uh, Walmart or dental floss from Walmart. So. Um, what, what, what's, what's, the, what's the story here? Well, dental plaque is healthy until it's not. And when it calcifies, 
it's actually somewhat protective. It may not feel good, it may not look good, but if it's not infected with overgrown pathological bacteria or pathogenic bacteria, then it's not critical to remove. So to get to your point, do you need to have your teeth cleaned? Um, that's a great that's a great point of contention. You have to look and see. I know <laughs> that you have to have your teeth clean on a regular basis. Yeah. But if it feels not clean, if it feels rough to your tongue, it's just like cleansing your body. There's nothing wrong with removing excess tartar, but is it medically necessary? If everything is in place, like I mentioned to you, certainly our primal ancestors had no problem hmm. with not having their teeth cleaned and not having tooth decay or uh, gum disease. This is anecdotal, but in my experience over the last four or five years is I really used more appropriate, what I believe, to, to brush my teeth. When I use a pearl, real pearl, you know, just pearls. <laughs> uh, I don't have any stuff in there. I mean, it just doesn't form. And I don't do any things to kill it, you know, like I used to. You know, I would do whatever, hydrogen peroxide or colloidal silver and all that stuff. And I think it kind of messed up my mouth many years ago. Well, I didn't recommend either of those two because they're indiscriminate. They um, kill everything, right, Doc? They, they kill everything. They kill everything. They're not discriminating. <laughs> so I don't recommend them. <laughs> um, therapeutically, for a week to 10 days, that's a different story. But... To use it prophylactically, I don't recommend that at all. No, no, no. Um, this is, uh, Dr. Al Dannenberg is with us. His book is called Eat As Your Life Depends On It. So what brought you more, after all this, into a more animal-based diet after all these years? What, what got you there? Well, actually, um, I was eating what would be considered a paleo diet hmm. for six, seven years before... 2018. So 2018, I was diagnosed with an incurable bone marrow cancer wow. called multiple myeloma, and I was given three to six months to live. Now, many people would say, well, you've eaten this healthy diet and lived a healthy lifestyle, and now you have incurable bone marrow cancer. I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, <laughs> The reality is it didn't start the, in those six years. I believe my cancer literally began in my dental career by being exposed to free mercury when we were placing mm. mercury fillings all the time in mm. patients in the clinic when I was a student, and also low-dose ionizing radiation, which are dental x-rays that I was exposed to in this big clinic where these machines went on and off all the time, any of those two um, uh, irritants, these toxic substances, could have changed one plasma cell in my body, and it created a cancer that didn't kill itself off, and the immune system didn't kill itself, or didn't kill the cancer cell for whatever reason, and it started to multiply. And then four to five decades later, it got to a point where it manifested into what I saw happening in 2018. So in 2018, I had this diagnosis. And of course, I dive into my own little research to figure out what can I do because I was not interested in chemotherapy that could potentially damage my entire immune system. 
So what, what I did was to investigate different lifestyle changes, including my diet. And that diet actually included a more strict animal-based diet. And I went into a strict carnivore diet um, probably by January 2020 hmm. and had some quite impressive results. And I followed the results from what was then called the Paleo Medicina Clinic in Budapest, Hungary, hmm. where they treat many serious chronic diseases and cancers with their very strict carnivore diet with no supplements and no prescribed medical uh, wow. intervention. So you worked with them. And when you say... Uh, well, I didn't work with them, oh, but I researched them. You researched. And I didn't, I've never heard of that place. What's the name of it again? It was called the Paleo Medicina Clinic. I think they're called now the the um, center, the International Center for Medical Nutritional Intervention. Hmm. Wow! And, and they are located. Yeah. In Budapest, and they take Hungary. they take cancer patients and just do carnivore with them. Yeah. Now they don't call it carnivore. It's a bit much stricter than that. Wow! It's called the paleolithic ketogenic diet. They have uh, their patients on a high-fat, moderate-protein, very low-carb diet, basically keeping them in ketosis for the majority of the time. Yeah. And the ketosis thing, explain what that is. And in my understanding, you have to really do very little carbs to get in that state. Is that correct? Very little. Yes. Yeah. So your liver produces ketones mm. when there is not excess carbohydrates available. Mm -hmm. And so it can produce the ketones from fat. And the ketones actually can feed many areas of the body, including the brain, to maybe 80 to 90% of its nutrient um, demands. So in ketosis, that ketones uh, or that level of ketones literally improves healing, improves your antioxidant potential, it, it improves quite a bit of your body's natural metabolic pathways. How does it improve healing? So it's making the argument, and, and the carnivore people are, is that um, um, that this is a species, more species-appropriate diet, right? And if that's true, then the body should just do everything just a little better. That's the that's the, the, the argument, right? right? So it's, it's also the fact that the body is not being inundated with foods that have chemicals and what's called anti-nutrients that prevent the nutrients the body needs from being absorbed and, and um, therefore not getting the body what it really needs. So the carnivore diet or a carnivore type of diet prevents the body from eating nuts and seeds and vegetables and plants that have anti-nutrients that disturb the normal pathways of metabolism. Mm. So it's not only what you're eating, but what you're not eating in this. Yes, uh, I, and mm. probably what you're not eating is more important than what you're eating. <laughs> yeah. If you had a probably one or the other. <laughs> probably. Uh, Doc, we're going to do a little break. Um, and then come back, and uh, we have some emails for you. Can I get you to, to dip your camera down a little bit? 
Uh, so I I'm can, sorry. There you go. I, I was kind of losing you on the on the bottom end there. I don't want to lose you. Okay, so uh, let, let's do this, and then we'll be back and uh, take some of your emails. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, or you can call if you're brave. Nobody calls these days because everybody uses their thumbs. What can I tell you? 888-663-6386. I have been on this little... I take very few supplements. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, very few. Um, this, this is probably the only supplement that is kind of made from not a living source, sulfur, which is, I think they use DMSO and hydrogen peroxide to make it, but I've been taking it for, for years every day, and I do really well with it. A lot of people do. It helps the body to detoxify a lot of stuff. Here is uh, somebody that... Oh, McCabe, we talked two years ago about it. Previously with Mr. Oxygen, Ed McCabe, we asked him this. Does sulfur, does it bring oxygen to the cells as well? Yes, that's what oxygen, sulfur are just... That's what it does. Kissing cousins, they love each other. The sulfur takes the oxygen. Now, in the beginning, we would have people stuff themselves with oxygen, either ozone or transport for oxygen in there, in not not the burnt out dead MSM that sells millions and millions of dollars worth in the health food stores and other places all over the world. It's worthless. You have to get the real organic. So don't ever shop price at MSM because you're just going to get garbage. You need the organic super sulfur, real pure living sulfur, organic sulfur. That's what we sell right here. Three prices. Depending on where you live, if you'd like more than four pounds, email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. We'll give you a discount. Order anytime, front page, click OneRadioNetwork.com. And I've never really figured out the mechanism, but people report and have for years, and we've been promoting this product 10 years, that they, they have better dream recollection when they're on sulfur. So I choose to know exactly why that is, but there's, you know, there's a reason there. there somewhere. Speaking of promoting something for a long time, we have been ourselves, for what it's worth, doing saunas virtually every day of our life for, wow, 10 years maybe? I don't know. This is a great unit. It's um, very, there, well, let me put it this way. There's no electromagnetic fields as we know them, which is RFs, right? Like cell phones and um, Wi-Fis and, and um, cell phone towers and stuff like that. That's a radio frequency, 5G. Now, there is no electrical energy, and if you have a tri-field meter, what there is is some magnetic energy that is at the, from the floor to the bottom of the chair, and it's about, uh, I think, 10, 10 milligauss. At the ch- chest, it's about 4 milligauss. So we measured it, and magnetic energy is everywhere because what it is, it comes from motors that use magnets, and all motors use magnets. So that's magnetic energy. Uh, your refrigerator, your juicer, your Vitamix, your car, um, you get it all the time. So, uh, because, But people ask this question, so I just want to be clear about these things are very, very safe. If they are not, I would uh, not be here and uh, have the uh, wonderful health knock on wood that I have to this day after every day for 10 years. So they detoxify the body through the skin, They've also have uh, um, science to prove where they would give a um, a push on, say, um, urine to get heavy metals out of the out of the kidneys or 
and they give a, an ETDA or something like that. They give it before the sauna. Well, first they take the amount of heavy metals that are coming out in the pee, and then they give this push, and then you take the sauna, and then there's more metals and yuck stuff coming out in the urine than before you did the sauna, which proves that not only do you detox from, you know, through the organ, the largest organ of the body, the skin, but you're detoxing from the kidneys. Now, I would suspect that more comes out in the poo as well, uh, but I, I've never, I don't know any studies that show that, but it kind of figures. If the body's dumping stuff, it'll, it'll come out. So anyway, this is a great unit. It's a personal unit. comes with a very nice, sturdy chair. You put a towel on the top on the chair. You climb in that puppy before bed, and man, you have a good time. And then I jump into a cold shower and go um, into dreamland and have a good time. It's the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. The best price you're going to get anywhere guaranteed in the world is here because we have a lower price than anybody. Matter of fact, it's so low that they will not even allow us to put it in print because they like to keep their suggested retail price happy, you know, if you know what I mean. Not too low. People go crazy. And it's 1295 They allow us to sell it at this. We take less commissions. We'd like to get more just to turn people on because it's a great great thing to do. It's a great investment, $1,295 for United States. Email me. We ship them all over the world. No matter where you live, we ship them. Just give me your city, um, country, and zip code, and I'll give you the delivered price. It's about $200 extra to Canada. We ship a lot to Canada. So it's probably about $1,495, but I can give you the exact price. So the way to get it is email me, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, and we'll hook you up with the Relax Far Infrared Sun. I think you'll really, really enjoy it and benefit from it for years to come. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We are speaking to the lovely and talented Dr. Al Dannenberg about his book, <laughs> Eat Like Your Life Depends On It. I think we have a call for you. Good morning. Who's this? This is Dr. Frank Hone, a retired Huggins dentist. Yeah. And, uh, hi. Hi. Yeah. Can I, Al, can I add to your um, knowledge database? Anything you got, Doc, sure, or whatever. Always. Always. I'm always open yeah. to new knowledge. Dr. Huggins was saying that anytime you eat sugar, it messes up your alkaline phosphatase balance, and that reverse, reverses the fluid flow in your teeth from inside out to outside in. And then Patrick's talking about germ theories, bunk. And so it would make sense that the germs become pathologic because they're, they're digesting diseased tissue versus causing tooth decay. Your diet is causing the tooth decay and bone loss and everything because you're messing up your biochemistry by eating sugar, which is just a proven poison. And, uh, and then your, your body has to react and demineralize and, and deal with it versus the the carnivore diet, which Patrick and I are on, which, yes, um, one of the carnivore doctors, was dentist, was talking about, you may get calculus, um, which people don't know is the hardened plaque, and uh, but it's not pathologic. And that's what you were talking about, mm. that ancient skull. They had that, but it's protective. Yeah, Dr. Right. Huggins, when we talked to him years ago, he was on a lot. And what a wonderful guy. 
and you probably know Dr. Huggins, right, Dr. Dannenberg, he talked about the idea when the chemistries, he called them chemistries, get cattywampus because of diet, that the, the tooth, instead of, how do you say it, Doc? He, he discharges stuff out, you know. Yeah, the natural food. What do they call that, Dr. Dannenberg? Yeah. Go ahead. There's yeah. tubules that go in and out from the pulp of the tooth, which is where all the vasculature is, yeah. and towards the enamel, and these, all through the dentin. And these tubulars, uh, tubules have different osmotic pressures that ebb and flow, and that's, I think, what That's what he was talking about. about. There was a lot yes, to- exactly. The microtubules, and there's about three miles per tooth. Hmm. If you stack them yeah, end to end, pretty big. So it's very porous. Pretty cool. Are you, are you a dentist, caller? You said you're a dentist? Yeah, I I visited you a couple of times. I'm Dr. Hong from Midland. Oh, oh, yeah. Because of sure. severe mercury poisoning, I was losing my mind. I couldn't remember wow. I dimension and all wow. this crap from, you know, 300,000 RPMs on the high speed spreads <laughs> it all over the room in 30 seconds, and then you're breathing it. It's going directly to the brain. Wow. So I I just had to quit before I lost my marbles and ended up in a nursing home. <laughs> All right, Doc. Well, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thank right, so, you for the Thank you. So did you, did Dr. Danberg, did you take out uh, mercury as well? Did you get the old mercury gas as well? No, no, because when I was in dental school, we were only placing mercury fillings. And as students, we would remove them in a very unhealthy fashion. Yeah. Once I became a dentist and then a periodontist, as a periodontist, we we just didn't remove mercury fillings. That's what um, the general dentist would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my dentist, Dr. Stuart Nunley in Marble Falls. Sure. You know Stuart. He's a great guy. And, yeah. uh, boy, he, he had it bad. I mean, he was in a wheelchair, you know, and he almost didn't make it, you know, with all the mercury before he turned the corner on that one. Whew. Well, the neurotoxin is pretty bad stuff. Yeah, pretty bad. And that's how he first got turned on to saunas. Dr. Huggins, he met Dr. Huggins, and Dr. Huggins had him do IVs and do saunas every day. That's how, one of the reasons Dr. Nunley got out alive. Mm-hmm. Mm. Here's an email from Dallas, uh, the, the name Dallas, but not Dallas, Texas. I went on a gluten binge about a year ago, which resulted in my teeth hurting and one of them cracking in half. Wow. Does your guest think that a tooth can ever be healed or fixed? Hmm. Well, more than likely, the tooth cracked in half because of biting pressure Hmm. and or a structural damage because of existing decay um, originally. I don't know what the situation was. But once a tooth cracks, it will not heal. It's just not going to uncrack, is it? Yeah, Hmm? it's not going to uncrack. Probably. No, it, it, well, there's no, it's not like healing bone that can heal and become solid again. Once the tooth becomes cracked, there is no method to self heal the fracture of the tooth. Generally, if it's a deep crack, a crown or a cap can be made for the tooth to, in, to enclose um, the areas where the weakened structure is, but a cracked tooth potentially can create a necrotic pulp, which is a diseased, dead nerve section of the tooth, requiring 
either extraction or a root canal. And generally, I would opt for an extraction, removal of infection, and the placement of a zirconia-type implant, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. would be the most ideal treatment. Plan. Yeah, that's the best uh, material we know of now, the zirconia, right? Yes, because titanium, which is maybe 95% of the dental implants today, mm-hmm. has been successful until you look at what titanium does to the body. And titanium actually initiates a reaction in the, in the immune system that can create inflammation. And so that inflammation can go on to create a variety of diseases systemically. So even though zirconia is a type of product, a ceramic from the metal zirconium, it has different properties and it doesn't create the immune response like titanium. I wonder how these people tend to do fine, I guess for now, who knows how long, Dr. Danberg, when they put these titanium hips and knees and, and all that stuff, like well, Tiger Woods. How, how did I get away with that? Wow. Well, some of the research that actually led to what I'm mentioning hmm. is because of failed medical procedures where, let's say, a titanium bar was screwed into the bone in a fractured femur or something like hmm. that. Hmm. Um, and then... It fails, and when it fails, it seems to fail because there is an inflammatory response, not infection, but an inflammatory response around the screw that causes the immune system to create what's called cytok- uh, um, 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 uh, dissolving of the bone. Hmm. So once the bone begins to dissolve, not because of infection, but because of inflammation, then the screw loosens and the the entire um, mechanism that was installed fails. Ah. Interesting. Here is something for you. Let's see. Who's this from? Juan. Uh, natural ways that people can whiten their teeth without damaging the enamel, possibly even would rebuild the enamel at the same time. So you can't rebuild enamel, you can't grow enamel, but you can remineralize it. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do a whitening would be using baking soda, not baking powder, but baking soda. It has a very slight abrasiveness that doesn't really damage the tooth or the gum unless it's in high concentrations and you're really scrubbing into the gum. That works very well. And so you can make a paste of baking soda, apply it with a toothbrush, scrubbing circularly the areas that may have external stain, and it will help whiten the teeth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you mix it with salt or just the baking soda when you do it? Well, I would mix it. You would mix it with a liquid of some type. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would use maybe a little Himalayan salt and some water Mm -hmm. and mix it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make a paste out of it. Here's an email um, from Jilly. That's a great name, Jilly. Jilly wants to know, in Dr. Dannenberg's experience, has he seen or believed that a more carnivore diet will heal the gut from leaky gut? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. No question. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, uh, Let's assume that we're talking about the same thing, Mm -hmm. and that is a carnivore diet excludes plants, 
and includes organs. Mm -hmm. Some people eat a carnivore diet because they say they're eating ribeyes and eggs all the time, and they're not eating any of the organs, and that's not a healthy carnivore diet. So you have to balance all the nutrients and the variety of proteins from getting the organs, which are highly bioavailable, uh, into the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, all different kinds, kidneys, heart, liver. Mm-hmm. Pancreas, Pan- yeah, absolutely. Do it all, yeah. Yeah, we have farmer's markets here, and you can get it all. I do, it's fun. From yeah. grass-fed cows, too. It's just really, we're very blessed here in Dripping Springs, Texas. Here's an email for you. Is the organic pate de champagne, country pate that Dr. Danberg recommends, a good source of vitamin A, and how important does he think um, preformed vitamin A called retinol is in supporting the health of the teeth and gums? Well, vitamin A is critical, and you can get um, the pate, actually, if it's from pork and or chicken today, I would have some caveats about that because most of the pork and chicken in the United States that is even organic are fed products of soy and or corn. And soy and or corn have high levels of linoleic acid, which is an omega-6 fatty acid. We need a little bit of it. Actually, it is in red meat. But if it's in excess, it can create what's called oxlams, oxidized linoleic um, acid metabolites. And it has been shown these elements damage the fat cell and the mitochondria and could be even more serious of a health hazard than processed sugar. Hmm. So if you eat a lot of chicken and or pork that have been fed soy and or corn, you probably are getting an excess of linoleic acid, which is not healthy. Yeah. And you can get, even at our HEB, you can get soy-free um, organic eggs that don't feed soy. Pretty cool. Exactly. Even and at HEB. Yeah, you Whatever. get the farmer's markets as well. Here is Nancy. Um, let's see. Kind of, She's got TMJ pretty bad at times. Um, her reflexologist had to put it back in place. She wears a night guard at night, but my dentist passed away, so nobody else around here knows how to make adjustments on it. Anything that I can do. Hmm. So, in your opinion, you know about TMJ and what you can do for that? To- well, you have to identify the cause of the TMJ. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes it is related to stress. Sometimes it is related to just a grinding habit. And sometimes it's related to the malpositioning of the teeth, maybe poor orthodontic treatment earlier in life. The dental arches, the upper and lower arches, are not aligned well, and the tongue becomes somewhat constricted. And if it becomes somewhat constricted, you can develop what's called sleep apnea, obstructive sleep apnea, which creates bruxism or grinding of the teeth, which creates TMJ or temporomandibular joint mm-hmm. dysfunction. So you have to get get into the real nitty-gritty as to what's causing the problem. If you have a malformed jaw, um, malaligned teeth, 
and inadequate room for your tongue to accommodate itself, you need to get the dental arches widened rather than just make a bicard. The bicard is like a Band-Aid, and it helps the pressure, but it never solves the initial problem. Mm. So they have, actually have things you go in there and widen it out, you know. Mm. That's correct. Wow, wow. So many, many people talk about the idea that once we start eating a more carb-based vegetable diet over the last 10,000 years, and uh, Dr. What's-His-Name, and, uh, you know, who's a dentist and um, who did the things with the rabbits, you know, the root canal, you know who I mean. Well, Ottinger? Yeah. Who, uh, no, uh, oh, it'll come to me. But anyway, that, that the jaw then became smaller, right, when we started eating non-species appropriate food and why everybody has to get all these teeth right. taken out to make everything fit. Is that there true? are a couple of reasons why the jaw is smaller. No. Um, one is that we've, like you said, we've eaten refined foods that are soft and we're not developing our musculature that stimulates the bone to grow. The other is many people are not breastfed. We're not breastfed long enough. Mm-hmm. And breastfeeding literally allows the upper jaw to expand as a baby sucks on a breast. Really? and begins to develop the natural um, environment for the teeth to eventually erupt. And if the jaw is not expanding properly, then as the teeth erupt, they get crowded out and become a problem. Yeah. And then orthodontics make a great living, you know, don't they? (laughs) Well, they try to fix a problem that existed earlier. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, somebody wants to know about could it be metal braces? They have uh, receding gums, and I had metal braces uh, braces when I was younger. Could that be the cause of this, their gums? Receding? The receding gums could very likely be the fact that when the orthodontics was done, the teeth were moved too quickly, and the very thin bone that's on the cheek surface of the teeth literally melted away and never regrew, wow. and the gum receded. It also could be poor oral hygiene or the braces irritated the gum, creating this irritant, like I said earlier in our discussion, um, and initiated gingivitis, which is just inflammation, but the inflammation could have progressed into the bone and mm. caused eventually the bone to break down. So it's fair to say if they, if this email were asked you, you would recommend more um, carnivore keto type diet to help those things heal up? The gums? Well, yes and no. Certainly, if you have just gingivitis and you're eating a healthy diet that's creating a healthy gut microbiome, it will resolve most of the gingival problems, the gum problems. But if you have periodontitis, which is infection in the jawbone, that needs to be treated much more extensively. And just eating a healthy diet and treating the gut will not treat periodontitis. Gotcha. Uh, could you please, uh, oh, could plaque, an emailer says, could plaque be protective in any way, and if not, how to avoid getting it? Well, like I said, plaque is protective. It is mm-hmm. the biofilm that does, well, I listed specifically three different aspects that the, yeah. that the body benefits from the dental plaque. To get rid of it, well, you don't want to get rid of healthy dental plaque but you want to brush and clean your mouth correctly so that if you do develop 
overaccumulation of bacteria, you're cleaning off the excess surface of bacteria and leaving the more tenacious dental plaque in place. Good. Well, Dr. Danberg, I know you have to run. You have something else to do. But his book is called, let me let me just show you a little slide of it while we still have them. Eat as your life depends on it. Dr. Al Danenberg, nutritional periodontist. You get some good, cool ideas there. Thank you for being on the show again. It's always fun to talk to you. You take care of yourself and stay out of trouble, okay? Well, thank you. This is <laughs> always a great opportunity, Patrick. Thank you. Take care of yourself. May the blessings be. Dr. Al Danenberg, Patrick Timpone, One Radio network.com okay kids we're going to take a little break here uh, i want to do a little plug for one of the products that we have been using for gosh i know how long now my goodness probably five years this is called pearlsium pearlsium whoops nope that's not what i want sorry i almost had it <laughs> there you go now this is what i use and if you uh, if you think my little toofies look good, they do. They look just sparkly and pearlsium. Um, this is the best product that I've ever used for teeth. And I mess around with them a lot since, um, well, I really looked into the whole dental thing beginning with Dr. Huggins back, what, uh, 13, 15 years ago when I first met uh, Dr. Huggins and my dentist, Dr. Stuart Nunley. And I tried a lot of different stuff. And then we became um, introduced to Pearlsium. And we promote this product through our website. And you can get the powder, which is a really nice little green container with a little spoon. You put that little puppy on your, uh, on your uh, toothbrush. And then you brush your teeth with that. I do a couple times a day, and that's all I do. And my teeth look great. I don't have any stuff inside. You can look inside. There's no plaque tartar. I don't know. And um, they look more pearly uh, than a white thing. It's not like, um, you know, Hollywood and do the bleach thing and make it white. That looks a little, you know, uh, you know not too natural. And um, Dr. Rulin Shu suggests that the reason is that it hardens the surface of it, the pearl does, and that allows more light to shine in. And when the light shines in, that's what gives the tooth, the pearl appearance. Appearance. You're not whitening the surface like we kind of think. That's just an illusion. Everything's an illusion. Like, a, you know. So you harden the surface with pearl. As the surface hardens, it becomes clearer, right? That makes sense, right? When you harden it, it becomes clearer, like, like wax, but clear, hard surface. The light shines in, and that's what gives the teeth the nice appearance pretty beautiful now you can get the powder i would recommend you get a couple of them put one in you know a couple places around the house bathroom maybe a kitchen sink so you can do it a couple times a day and then also the capsules and that's a, a really wonderful thing you can take internally it's not all calcium heavy calcium but all kinds of different minerals as well and since it's from a once living source baby this will um help put calcium into your bones where you want them and not into your arteries. It's a great product, Pearlsium, on OneRadioNetwork.com. Yesterday, we talked to um, Dr. Jaquish. Jaquish. Remember him? Jaquish? And 
listen to the email. I don't email. Listen to the yeah. Listen to the um, show that we did with him. It's on the front page of one radio network. We also put it up on BitChute this morning. This fellow has got muscles coming out of muscles, and he wrote a book called Weightlifting is a Waste of Time. A listener sent me the link to his website about, I don't know, a month and a half ago, something like that. Um, And I watched him, and he just made so much sense. The way he developed this program, they're not weights, he's actually using bands um, um, and then this tool and then you step on it's very cool and I've been doing it now six weeks almost every day never been sore never well I'll take it back one little place and my upper I'm always straight with you guys my upper back a little bit above the back and because uh, you do these um, these things like uh, what do you call it you do these things like Right, so you're doing like this, and uh, then you do squats, and these bands are on this bar, and then, and and I just you know, I just didn't do it as carefully. See, he's got a whole system to do it. You do slow and controlled, right? Two to three seconds up, two to three seconds down, and you never take the pressure off like you do with weights. And he studied this stuff. I mean, he's a PhD in this stuff. And, and this is how people hurt themselves and how, why weightlifters, you know, kind of trash their, their shoulders and their joints and everything else after a lot of years. Because it's just very hard on the joints when you, when you go to full extension, right? You go to full thing and then you hold it, then you bring it down. This is doing constant pressure with all of the, uh, Exercise, you do, you do a, a thing with your chest to do your, your chest and your booty and your calves and your shoulders and your mm, mm, triceps and your biceps. It's really cool. Uh, I've only been doing six weeks and I'm, I have more muscle today than I've ever had in my life. Go figure. But it's very interesting technology because... Um, you're not taking pressure off of the muscle. So the whole time you're doing the exercise, there's constant pressure on the muscle, even down here. Always have pressure. And that's why you don't get sore because it's just a natural way to grow the muscle. I highly recommend this. Get this thing um, and go on our website and go on our website and you'll see the X3 on the front page, probably in our store too. And they have it on sale right now. Three ninety nine, generally four fifty, four fifty, four forty nine, three hundred ninety nine dollars for the whole system, and um, you can also have a little thing where you can, where you can, um, what do you call it? You can uh, put it on payment plans. That's what I did. I didn't. I I paid four fifty. Uh, I don't know. You know, that's before they had the sale, and I didn't have four fifty laying around with nothing to do. So I just did a payment thing and. I don't know how much it is a month, but it's not a lot. So that's how I got mine, and you can get it too. You know, you pay a little interest, but get it and start doing it and get stronger. You will build testosterone. Girls, you will build hormones. Girls, you can keep your body in shape just as much as us guys can, even more. And they have different bands for different strength, and 
it's really a cool system. It's the coolest thing I've come across to build muscle and get stronger uh, anything I've ever come across. So I'm just so blessed to be able to, to find this. And um, so you can get it going to oneradionetwork.com. You'll see it on the top, uh, on the sidebar. X3 is the name of it. And um, click on it and get this baby and get and get uh, uh, lifting weights. It's not weights, but lifting the, this slow and controlled with constant pressure. Get it going and uh, you'll have muscles by Christmas. I've got them six weeks. You know, I've got more muscles than I've ever had. And I've, you know, I've got 76, you know, these things called years under my belt. So it doesn't matter how you could be 90 and grow muscle. Don't let anybody tell you. You know, well, you know me and the age thing. It's a big scam anyway. So check it out on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay, got a little plugs in there that we didn't have time because Dr. Alba. So we're going to see you in one hour with Flat Earth Dave and uh, get your Flat Earth questions in. If you are really skeptic about the idea that we're in an immovable flat plane, well, I don't know what the shape is, but I know it's immovable, and we don't circle around the sun, and you say, come on, man, email them or call and, and ask them a question or two. And we're going to talk about how it's possible that this morning that the sun eclipsed a, a full eclipse of the moon. If they're circling around on top of this flat plane, as Flat Earth Dave and other Flat Earthers contend, how is it possible that they blocked each other? Now, you know, the NASA people, well, we'll get into it. I won't get into it now. Okay, we'll see you in one hour. Come back. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.